Welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. Part two. Woo-woo. If you have not listened to part one, I'll go back. <laughs> Listen to part one. Episode 48 is or part don't. one. Or don't. You do you. Boo boo. Yes, but you really should go back and listen to part one. I'm usually for that, but like do your thing. But to get to part two and then set really good intentions and goals for yourself, you have to figure out what didn't work for you, why it didn't work. And that is a part oneer. Okay. So Carly's got to go do that as well. We love part oneers. And now we're in a part tour. <laughs> and now we are going to break down how to set a proper, achievable, and successful goal for yourself for 2024. I'm Victoria. Hey guys, I'm Carly. New year, (laughs) same name. Same. Listen, that was not a goal that I had intended for myself to change. So we're going to keep that just the way it is. It's not broke. Don't fix it. <laughs> our mom used to fix things with duct tape. <laughs> our our uniforms in grade school were all hemmed with duct, duct tape. tape. Yep. So in the summer months or the spring months that were very hot, they would stick to our legs when we sat down. <laughs> I had forgotten that memory or maybe pushed it aside deep down I'll somewhere. I'll never forget. <laughs> you just brought it back I'll up. I'll never forget because when I needed to wear the exact same from second grade to eighth grade <laughs> uniform, she would unduct tape it, but there would be residue. Yeah, duct tape she'd residue. Make it longer, and you know, I love therapy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That is just a fun tidbit. But let's break down some goal setting. Well, in our last episode, afterwards we realized that we did not tell you any of our goals. And we did not let you in on that little tidbit. And did you? Well, you said you didn't write anything down. I never do. And that's why I, a lot of my goals don't stick because I don't, I'm not specific enough. I have very vague goals. Did you have any for 2023? No. Not one. No, I don't think I had, I didn't set any New Year's resolutions or I think in my mind, I just wanted to be more with the kids and with the family and less worried about CFID. And I think that was a very general goal I had set for myself. Passing by. Yeah. I I don't want my life to like, I don't want to be where I am again at the end of the year and be like, nothing changed. Right. Um, Which I think halfway I did towards the end of the year. I was like, no, I I really need to put the phone down. Right, 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 right. Uh, because that was a big thing for me. But no, I didn't have like a goal or a specific timeline. Like I want to buy a house in five years. Like I didn't right, do right. one of those. Yeah. But I think I need to. I think that's I think that's something everybody should do. Um, I, after all this, we have to. If you want to change something or add something, I would venture to say one of the, uh, I think it was the Forbes article was don't set a, res- it's not a New Year's resolution. Don't Mm-mm. call it a resolution. Mm-mm. It's a goal. If that's what you want to change. So a resolution has a connotation <laughs> that you have to, just like with like a diet, you have to restrict yourself. You take something away. Something is negative and you have to fix it. And that's what a resolution is. My New Year's resolution, usually it's like, I'm going to stop doing this mm-hmm. instead of 
I want to start. I want to start doing this. Mm-hmm. And and I see that a lot now um, because I've changed my al- algorithm on Instagram of what comes into my feed. And a lot of it is like different ways to look at fitness mm-hmm. or your health journey, right? So instead of setting, I'm going to lose weight, have it, I'm going to get healthy. I wrote that down. You did? Yeah, I wrote that down. Being more positive about the goals instead of taking something away. Right. That's a resolution. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. trying to resolve something about the year as you start a new year. Right. And that already sets you up for thinking that you're doing something wrong in life. Another one, another example of that, of the getting healthy instead of losing weight, is to instead of saying, I want to, like for me, I want to stop working so much, mm. that's negative. Right. I want to stop doing something that I'm doing. How do you actually flip that? It's, you know, I want to spend more time with my family or I want to have more time, have more time for them or I want to travel more or like yeah. change it into a way where it's not like stop doing this or lose this. Right. It's the positive spin on it. I wrote that down. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's all the mindset of how you look at things and- Believe it or not, if you change your mind, you change your life. I mean, it's so cliche to say, and I think a lot of people just kind of throw that out there, but it couldn't be more true. How you approach the thought of something is how it will come into fruition for yourself. It's that red car story. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. If you think of red cars, just have a thought about a red car and think about them. That's all you're going to see on the road are red cars. And it, it's a thing that your mind does. It is a actual scientific brainwave that we, we do to ourselves. So if you flip that and don't make it a red car and you put it on the I'm so bad, I can't lose, I can't lose weight, I can't do anything right, I'm not happy, well, that's all you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And that is all your mind's going to think about. So you absolutely have to change the way that you're thinking, even if you don't believe it yet. I didn't set a goal for 2023 because yeah. we were coming out of 2022, right? <laughs> right. Yep, that would be it. Uh, well, we talked last time about the years and it's all a blur. Yeah. Every year I'm confused about what year it actually is. I think I just started writing 2023. Like, I, you know how you have to erase it and go, darn it. I feel weird writing 2023. I feel like it's like some it's not, ET yeah. sort of year that like we are not even close to. I know. And I'm writing it. I know I've said this like back to the future, like it doesn't really exist. We're not really in 2023. I had to start writing 2024 for my clients, like when their packages are up and it, it's, I'm not doing it right. It's like a space <laughs> like, age. I, I keep know. doing it wrong. What was I just saying though before the year? Oh, getting into 2023, I didn't set any goals. I was in a much darker place, I think, for myself. And I just, I wanted so many things that I didn't do any of it because it was all so general and vague and there were so many it was overwhelming yeah, yeah. it was overwhelming and I wanted so much to change but I was in such a bad headspace about it that like nothing's gonna change when you're like that no and so we just took you on a cruise and that didn't help yeah Carly thought buying things would be the <laughs> I thought factor. buying her happiness would help and it clearly did not oh, that was so annoying best cruise ever <laughs> best cruise ever I want to do it again so badly we are we're gonna do it this year in a better headspace but yeah But yes, so I didn't set a goal. I didn't set a specific one. I didn't set a vague one. I just wanted to get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people do that too. Once once you get to the end of the year or if, you know, monumental things have happened for you, you can 
actually put more pressure on yourself by trying to set goals because that's what you're supposed to do in the new year. And if survival is just like what you've been trying to do and you've succeeded at just surviving, you are doing amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Gail DM'd us unfit to be real. What up, Gail? Because we we put something out of like, do your best to not compare to the perfectness, basically, I'm paraphrasing, of everyone else's Christmas mm-hmm. and everyone else's end of year whatevers. And if you've just been in survival mode trying to get by and you have been getting by, you're winning. Yeah. Like, that's all you need to do. And so do your best to not compare when you are scrolling at the end of a long day and it's dark at three o'clock and you just feel like everyone else has it together but you. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They just don't. So, Gail, we're with you. (laughs) But yeah, I didn't set a goal. I'm doing it this year. You are. I am 100% everything we are about to tell you all, I am going to put pen to paper and do. Samesies. And you know what? Right now... We are going to do a six-month check-in okay, on the podcast. Things just got real for Carly. Oh now she God. doesn't. Now I have to do it. Yeah. How about it? We're going to do a six-month check-in. I think that just is a big factor to it, holding ourselves accountable, holding mm-hmm. you each have to hold yourselves accountable. That doesn't mean do a buddy system of goals. Do your own goals. But find a way to make sure it sticks for you. So let's talk about it. Let's do it. Wow. So you all just found out that we have not set any goals. <laughs> I haven't set goals in a very long time. Um, We've been in survival. Yeah. I haven't set goals. I, I will say, though, that Andrew made me write down about five years ago, six years ago, what I wanted out of CFIT because I was so unhappy being like, we work all the time. We're in a small space. We don't make any money. And I did write down, I want a bigger space. And before the five-year mark, we got our new space. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I actually had to write it down. work all the time. We don't make any money, but we're in a bigger space. So, so let's fix the other two. Well, I listen, I can only do one thing at a time. Great. I think it's been five years. Every five years. Yes. Every five years, we'll, we'll let's do. Let's work on making money, and then, then we can work on having more time. Okay. But seriously, I wrote it down. It happened. That is something that I think is very important. That Yes. Let's get talk about it. Words are powerful. Writing them down isn't just this cliche thing that you're supposed to do. And like journaling isn't just this like little girl thing that you do that, you know, everyone likes. Putting things into space and saying them out loud is as powerful as putting them ink to paper and doing it over and over and over again. Breaking down a goal. If you have a a, like an actual one goal, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a large one, you can't just... What is it? You, I want to buy a house. Like you can't just want to buy a house. Right. Like I said, I want I wanted a bigger space for CFIT. That's a great goal, but you have to break it down. Right. There are three ways. Figure out the long-term goal, which would be I want a bigger space. Mm-hmm. Then the medium-term goal, which would be how do I how do I get to the halfway mark of getting that bigger space? And then a short-term goal, which is daily and weekly practices to get your, get yourself to that middle place of that stepping stone to mm-hmm. get yourself to the long-term. Mm-hmm. So it's A's and B's and C's to add up to these E's, F's, right? You can't just decide, I want the end game. Yeah, no. I mean, you can, but you're ultimately well, not going to get it because right. if you don't break it down, it's just a pipe dream. We had pipes in our big space. <laughs> 
There's lots of pipes. <laughs> so our long-term goal, you want it in years. Like it, it's let's a year. say it's yeah. a couple years, a few years, one year, whatever it is. It's the foundation of like a big change in your life. And it has a measurable time frame, right? So then that medium that we were talking about is, just like I said, it's that stepping stone. And it also has a specific time frame. So you want to hit that mark halfway. Yeah, Yeah. checkpoints. It's like a checkpoint. Yeah. And that is just an easier way for you to gauge how well you're doing with it if you need to shift something in your timeline to get to that medium place and then to, of course, essentially get to that long-term place. And then that short-term, they are actionable tasks that you can do daily and then add up to weekly, which will add up to that medium-term goal. And they just support... The big picture. And that is how you break down in three steps how to just set the goal. Uh-huh. Because once you set that or once you decide of the big term, long term goal, having trouble with these terms, that you have to break down how can I approach it? How can I get it? You can't just be like, I want it and I'm going to keep putting it out there, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. It's just like saying like, I want to be famous. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. how do you do that? It's like, that's just a, that's a dream. That's a goal. You have to break it down or it's just words. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So in breaking down the long-term, medium-term, and short-term goals, you write them down daily or weekly. Not just once. And that was a big thing that I read in a lot of different places. Not just once. Like January 1st, you write your goals. That's awesome. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. And a lot of that is really just more reinforcement Uh of what you really want. And then you either realize, yes, that's exactly what I want. I want to keep doing this. Or maybe I want to shift it a little to this so that you're not wasting your time doing that one that you set that one day. That one day. Yeah. You got to do it all the time. And if daily is a little too much for your, you know, it's overwhelming, set time that you're going to write down your goals again. Sunday nights. Yeah. You're sitting in bed. Yeah, like meal prepping. Instead of scrolling. Yeah, I mean, it's a practice too. Like instead of scrolling, which is what I tend to do, get out the journal and write it again. Write yeah. it over and over and over. Yeah. And just designate one little notepad or journal to that mm-hmm. so that it's... I can do that. You can do that. No, I can. Yeah, great. And then plan. Plan. Plan ahead. Just like that mm, meal prepping. You have to plan. What am I going to do? What am I going to buy this week? What do I want to make for the week ahead? Same thing with your goal. Yeah. What can I do for this this date? And then what if about this date? You plan it all out. Prioritize the main things that are going to get you where you need to go. Prioritize them into your schedule. Prioritize them into your thoughts. Prioritize them into how you wake up every day and go about your days. Mm-hmm. They have to be, if that's something that you really want, we say it all the time. If you really want it, you're going to make it work. You're going to do it. If you don't want it, it's going to be something that you're like, oh, yeah, I tried. Oh, well. Because you didn't really want it in the first place. Nope. If you want it, just like if somebody texts you. It's just like Carly says this to me all the time. Actually, I say this all the time. Mm -hmm. And you go, no, they're really awesome. (laughs) Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. If you are, you know. You found somebody on Bumble and you are texting and then they don't text you back for like, what did you just say? Like, six days. Like six days. They're really not that into it. Yeah. Because everybody has time to text you 
maybe not right away because they're in a meeting, but like, I don't know, that day. That day. Respond to you. So you know if that's what they really want, they're going to show you that they really want it. And if you're setting goals that you really want, you're going to show yourself that you really want it. So writing it down, prioritizing, planning it all out, making lists and schedules is involved in all of that. I mean, that's the the big part of it. Yes. Carly. (laughs) What? And then guess what? It all turns into a habit. All of it's a habit and a lifestyle. And now you have made this manifesting station for yourself that what you want, you will get because mm-hmm. you have figured out how to achievably take the steps to do it. Exactly. I mean, they think of the goal as the top of the step is the goal. Yep. You have to walk up the steps. You can't run. Running is not, you're going to trip and fall. And you can't slide skip back. any steps either. No, you can't skip either because it's, you're just going to take you back. Yeah. It's going to, you're going to backpedal. You have to walk up each step to get to the goal. And there's no, there's no quick fix to goal getting to goal getting i just saw like i think quite literally that picture where it was a top and a bottom and the top was like really big steps like a a pencil drawn line and it was like two steps high over two steps high over making that big step and the little tiny stick figure was having a hard time jumping up to the steps and then the bottom part of it was little normal little baby steps quite literally baby steps actually Uh and he was just able to step up one at a time. But that guy was trying to skip some steps. Right. And it wasn't working. And so, I mean, it was like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. Because he was taking the exact amount of little baby steps, which I think are hilarious that we say that. <laughs> that they're baby steps. Because when a baby steps for the first couple of times, it's the biggest thing in their entire lives. Right. And it's amazing. And everybody freaks out and yells and it's like Celebrates so exciting. And, Takes a yeah. video of it. Yeah. And yet when you get to this like adult age, Baby steps are like, oh, yeah, it's not, hap- it's not I happening need it bigger, fast enough. bigger, faster. Yeah. Yeah. Not crazy. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. I know. So why don't you tell us about the mistakes? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's my forte. Let's talk. Mistakes. <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> We're going to talk about how to avoid the mistakes that are very common in setting goals. Everybody does it. And it's a surefire way to fail at your goals. So we want to teach you how to avoid them. And how do we avoid them? By realizing what the mistake is. Yeah. Just acknowledging what the mistake is. Exactly. Um, uh, One of the first ones is setting too many goals. I do that. Uh, We all do it. It's like, I want to lose weight. I want to go travel more. I want to stop working so much. I want to, first of all, all two out of the three are pretty negative. Setting too many. You got to pick like one or two. I mean, even two is a lot. I would pick one goal that you really want and maybe some small goals, but like one big goal. That's a lot. It says like up to three is good for the year. And I think that makes sense if you do like a big life changing one, you mean? Yeah. And then two, I want to read more books, you know, something like that. It said quality over quantity. Yeah. Like pick goals that mean a lot to you that you really want over 15 goals that you want to change in your life. You'll never do it. It'll never happen. Mm -mm. Um, something else to avoid common mistake, negative goals, which we already talked about. I want to lose weight. I want to stop working so much. You reframe it and say, I want to get healthy. So then you can actually take the steps to get healthy because I want to lose weight. That's very vague, very general, very hard to do. And it's the number one resolution every single year. And that's why people fail at it by February. Yeah. Because it's too, it's too much. You can't, you can't think of it like that. It also said, I think under this umbrella of 
making a balance between a work goal and a body goal and a creative goal mm-hmm. or a financial goal. Like if they're all work goals, you have no balance. You want to do a work goal and then you also want to, if you like to, you know, draw, set time for drawing this year because that's creative and that'll right. give you some good like creative flow into your life. And then also you want to work on maybe building up your savings account. You want to you want to keep it balanced in your goals and not have it all be about changing your body. Yeah. Or changing your, your life, work, your yeah. whole life. Yeah. 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 Balance it out. I agree. Uh, number three, review your progress. So I think what happens, what tends to happen a lot is you have this end goal in sight so much that you neglect to see the little steps that you have and taking note of your progress as you go along through the journey. Like, you know, when you set smaller goals, you celebrate them. Right. Just like the baby steps. You're celebrating those baby steps. If you are just seeing that end goal and you're going to get discouraged when you're not reaching it in three weeks. Yeah celebrate the little steps that make the one big step as you go along. And it's a lot easier to get through. Sure. Number four, avoid other people's goals, which we did talk about. Don't let others influence your goals or what you think your goal should be. Yeah. Don't just follow like a trend. Everybody else is doing it on TikTok. So me too. Well, that won't stick. No, it just won't. That's why it's called a trend. Right. And it's going to, there's going to be a new one by the time that you are into it. It's over. Trust me. I've tried them all. Okay. And, um, they don't work (laughs) or more importantly, maybe not more importantly, but I think something that happens definitely more often, do not go off of what a family member wants for you. Like Mm -hmm. what your mom wants for you this year and what you think will make somebody else happy if you achieve this for yourself, even though it's not really what's going to bring you joy. Mm -hmm. I I agree with that. I'm thinking it doesn't have to be a mom or a sister. It could be a boss. (laughs) Thinking about my life. I'm (laughs) kidding. I'm totally kidding. Shut your face. Um, It could be a boss. What your boss wants you to achieve. I want you to do this, this, and this so that you can get this promotion. If that's not what you want, that's not your goal. It's going to be a lot harder for you because you're not going to stick to it. Somebody else's goal for you. Yeah. Um, Number five, underestimating completion time. And this is a huge one. Oh, yeah. If you don't honestly estimate goal times, you'll end up discouraged, just like losing weight. If you don't honest, if you if you're not honest with yourself and say, I want to get healthy by this time in an appropriate amount of time, 100 percent, you will stop. You will drop. You will roll. (laughs) out the door (laughs) you'll be on fire (laughs) meaning you have three weeks you're not gonna lose 25 pounds Mm -mm. in three weeks healthily you're not gonna keep it off so don't set a goal for yourself because the a wedding that you have to attend is in three weeks away and you would like to be 25 pounds lighter that's it's an unattainable timelined goal that's not real you can lose 25 but not in three weeks. Not in three weeks. And if you're not honest with yourself, you will fail. And that's a common mistake that everybody makes. And you'll gain 25. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It could totally backfire you. And you have to add in setback time. I have written down plan for obstacles. That's what I mean. Plan for setbacks. I know. We've read the same article. <laughs> okay. We wrote down different things. But it, it's planned for it because it's life and it's messy and it's going to happen. Yeah. There are things that get in the way just because life likes to 
throw these tests at you. Whoever is up there, whatever you'd like to believe, like God put this in your path, the universe, whatever. It's that's how it works so that you can grow in how to get around that obstacle or power right through that obstacle. It's a growth. It's a lesson. So you have to plan that they're going to happen. It's not going to be smooth. And even if we're talking about not weight at all, say you're that's not even in your line of sight is losing weight. If you your goal or intention is to save money this year and a trip comes up uh, that you really wanted to take with your friends or you really wanted to go, that's a setback because you're not going to be able to save as much money. You have to plan for that. So it just doesn't have to do with losing weight. But those are just some examples. I would even say like your car breaks down, you got to take care of that Yeah. instead of a trip. Yeah, yeah. Just because that's going to happen way more than like a, a fun trip that your yeah. family forces you to go on a cruise happens, you know? <laughs> your face. We didn't pay for that. Number six, neglecting goals that bring you joy. If your goals are all about restriction, weight, restriction, getting rid of something, stop working, it has, you have to balance it out. You have, it, it should be more about like oh, reading books. My goal is always more. stop working. Stop working. <laughs> stop working. <laughs> but you should have as just as many personal goals as you do work business goals. So like, just like I said, you should, your, one of your goals should be to read more, to right. travel more, to something that brings you joy. If you are not interested in it, you're not going to follow through. Yeah. You're not. Number seven, setting unrealistic goals. What this means is if you want to run a marathon, don't sign up for one that starts on January 5th. You need to train for it. It is something you need to work towards. That's a great goal six months from now. Once you're ready for it, don't set unrealistic goals that you know you're going to fail at. Everybody needs to work for the goals, figure out how to make them happen. It's not going to happen overnight. Fun fact, Carly signed me up for a five-mile race telling me it was a 5K. And then told all of CFIT that I was doing it. So I had to follow through. And when I, I don't remember when it was, I realized that it was five miles. And I've never run before in my life at the mm-hmm. time. It was very hefty. I was pregnant, so I couldn't do it. That, yeah. <laughs> yep. My unrealistic goal is that Carly can read. <laughs> I thought a 5K was five miles, or I thought five miles was 5K. You all know I'm not good with numbers. That can I, be a small goal. Of my mine. goal is to stop trusting her. <laughs> I was like, sure. She told me it was this. Okay. It was uphill too. Oh my god, it's the hardest race in this in this area. It was. It was. I did a great job. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> You're alive. <laughs> all right. So the last one. Yes. Not appreciating failure is a mistake. And like, what the heck does that mean? Yeah. And it's basically failure doesn't determine your character. So if you fail, it doesn't mean you're not a good person or not good at things Mm -hmm. or not able to do what you set out to do. There are so many other factors. So appreciating the failure is part one, episode 48, figuring out how to accept it, reform it, replan it. And to get yourself up off the ground when you do fail. It's just a different way to look at failure. But I loved that. Like we do. We think when we fail, it's some sort of magnifying glass on who we are. As a person. And it's not true. No, it's not. It couldn't be farther from that. There's so many, you know, weighing factors to why something doesn't work out. 
I mean, I think that I felt that horribly when I moved home from New York. I when I yeah. quote unquote failed at being yep. on Broadway and I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I was very excited to come home and start a family and open CFIT here. But to me, I didn't even want to talk about yep. New York because I didn't want anybody asking me because I would have to say that I didn't make it. Yeah. You know, I chose to come home. But to me, I had failed. Yeah. And I didn't want to talk about it. It has nothing to do with my talent because I am extremely talented. Ooh. <laughs> You've heard it. You hear her little songs. But that She's was on pitch every time. <laughs> I went into the wrong angle. I should have gone into comedy. But <laughs> <laughs> but that was a big misfire for me where I did not fail. I just chose a different path. Had I not gone to New York, for Broadway, I would never have found fitness and I wouldn't be living the life I'm living right now. So it You wouldn't I, have met Andrew either. I wouldn't have met Andrew. And I didn't fail, but in my mind to everybody else, which why do we care so much what everybody else thinks? I had failed. You know? Yeah. And that's I think the problem with everybody. Well, they ingrain that as a as a theater person. If you're not on Broadway, you're not actually doing theater. Right. And that's not true. So yeah, failure can look like a, de- a lot of different things. And I think the biggest part of that is like nobody else matters. And it's not failure. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Thanks, Carly. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> those are eight mistakes that I have done all of. <laughs> oh, I, but I feel like I do them every year. That's every what I mean. year. I think we all do. Yeah. If you don't actually like sit down and and do your own research on this, how how are you going to think that you're making a mistake? If you don't start a podcast and a year <laughs> later do an episode on this, you're never going to move forward in life. We're doing it for you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I just want to go Christmas bowling right now. Oh my gosh, Monica. Monica. Can I leave you? Yes, with please. <laughs> please. Can I leave you with something that I read that I thought was a very important? It's a little quote. It was a very important. It was a very important. It's a, a quote by I don't know who. Victoria <laughs> would call them. Anonymous. Okay. It says, living a life without setting goals is like sailing a ship without a planned course. You are likely to end up nowhere. Ooh. And it's the absolute truth. If you don't have goals, you are floundering somewhere. Yeah. There, it's great to have things that you like to do, that you're interested in. But if you don't have set goals, you are on a ship to nowhere, to maybe safe place, comfortable place. But it's really just circling. That's so true. And the scariest part is circling on water. What is that that everybody says? My biggest fear is to be in the same place I am a year from now. Yes. I don't know if everybody says that. Um, I but think Michelangelo should. Smith said it. You would need to do part one or to understand that. <laughs> yep. Gotta gotta listen to the part one or to understand what the Ninja Turtles cousin is. Um, but it's the truth. Nobody wants to be in the same place a year later. Yeah. I saw something like that too. It said, I am not the person I was last year. And if nothing else happens, that brings me so much peace. Yeah. That you were just like a different person. And who knows how, you know, there's a lot of things that have to happen for you to get any type of change in any type of way so all of that is good stuff but can you yeah i think i think that's where i've been 
Where? Sailing on a ship, ship. with like no route. Circling. Just circling. Just and then circling. You and maybe my sail that. was down for a little, but then it yeah. got up and then it came down, but like I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And it's time. Like yeah. it's time to fish the map out of the bag and start. And pick a path. Pick a path. North, south, east, or west. I, those are the directions. Very good. Never <laughs> eat those soggy waffles. <laughs> Never eat shredded wheat, <laughs> okay? Um, but also, it's very hard to get off the path when you're circling. So we are not above that. We've been there. It is very hard to find a path. It is. It's very hard to get off of the circling cycle. Yes. To find the path. It's very hard to make words. <laughs> Sometimes I talk in circles. Let's land this ship. Doc. Let's dock this ship. Yeah, but you were... Oh. (laughs) It is not above us at all to know that it is very hard to pick a path. We've done it before. We flounder all the time. And once you pick the path and you set those goals and you are specific about them, it just makes it so much easier to, to get there. Yeah. It's very easy to go round and round and round in the same circle because it's something you know. It's you've already done it a million times. It's maybe comfortable in a complacent way. No surprises. There is not one obstacle in your path because you know exactly how it's going to go. It's not the most exciting path. It's probably mundane. Mm-hmm. So when you know it's time to start hunting for the treasure, <laughs> you become the captain of that pirate ship. Yes. I like that it's a pirate ship all of a sudden. Yeah, this little sailboat. Yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll do it again for you. <laughs> a pirate ship is way more exciting and you get to like have a parrot. Yeah, for sure. That just repeats you. So that is basically how to write out your 2024 treasure map. <laughs> I like that. A treasure map. Your real tip. Is called, who is that girl I see? Reflection. (laughs) Thank you, Mulan. (laughs) Grab yourself a piece of paper and a pen. And I suggest that because it just resonates a little bit deeper in the body if you are writing it out with your hand versus typing it on your phone. So get a piece of paper and a pen and write out three words to sum up how things are right now for you. Then write three words to sum up 2023, the whole year. And then lastly, write three words for what you want in 2024. Not a goal, just three words to sum up the year of 2024. And then take a moment to meditate on it. Why did you pick those three words? Kind of break it down for yourself. Reflection is the first step on moving forward. Love that. I'm actually going to do that because there's a six-month checkpoint. That's right. And now it's time for your real extra tip of the week. It's called Two Steps Forward, No Steps Back. We come together when opposites attract. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's actually Two Steps Back, but I changed the lyrics to make it. Okay. Thank you for explaining that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is for you to put out your intentions to move forward. I'm going to ask you to do three things get a piece of paper and write. I love. 
and put something that you love. I hope, put something that you hope, and I choose to let go and then write that as well. Then I want you to take the I choose to let go, put that piece of paper, rip it up, throw it in the fire, put it in the trash can and actually let go of it. Yeah. Do not hold it. Do not let it linger. Don't think about it. Let it go and stick with the I love and the I hope for the new year. And you will move forward with those intentions. We want you to have a wonderful start to 2024, even if there are obstacles coming your way and setbacks of those steps back. They might happen. So plan for them. But we want you to have a successful set of intentions and goals that are broken down in an actionable way for you to achieve them all, however you need to achieve them. Mm -hmm. It's easier said than done, but you can do it. Everybody can. I can do it. I will do it. You have to. And it's just a great way to start the new year. Start off on the right foot, small, specific goals and steps. And uh, you're going to do just fine this year, I think. Ahoy, matey. (laughs) All right. Let's get to that treasure. Let's get naughty. No. Oh. Why? I meant N-A-U-T-I. Like naughty. Like nautical? Like nautical. Oh, we hope that if this isn't as real as it can get, it resonates. But we hope you are always fit to be real. And always allowed to be a little extra. For legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life, your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? (laughs) Okay, bye.